There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. By the way, Will Smith is uh, back again. He's mad at Brady for the whole bike That's thing. it. Oh. I'm going to slap you. Damn it, Will. I slap you. Oh. I slap you. Oh. I slap, slap, slap you. Oh. I slap and you slap and you silly because you disrespected me. Oh. <laughs> it's old school, the slapping. I like that. Chris Rock finished that joke. That would have been fun if he did just kept going. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get right to it. It's what would Brady do. I have my own dilemma. Should I start with mine? Yeah. Okay. So my dad uh, ended up uh, over the weekend, he sent me a thing and he goes, we just sold our, our land in Texas and bought this more land. And it's got a vineyard on it. It's huge. It's 104 acres. Massive. Middle of Texas gigantic property and he's like we're gonna have cattle and we're gonna have donkeys and he's already got all this stuff we got like 13 Bardominium. dogs he's got a bardo in it he's gonna live in that while he builds another place yeah it's great and then you start thinking dad's 75 i don't want this to happen what the hell do you think i'm gonna do with all those animals how do i confront the old man about this like hey by the by you better have something planned for all these cows and i'm also not running a vineyard and, I, and the 13 or 14 dogs you've decided to take, you know my heart's going to break if I have to go out there and part them out or split this up. How do I – How do I? what do I talk to him about without reminding him he's going to die soon? All right, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I don't want that deal. Plus, i got to deal with my sister. Does it's another uh, cow I don't want. Does his thank wife you, have um, – Uh-oh, there's my sister's just outside. What'd I do? That's it. Oh, it's I'm an inappropriate slap joke. you. I slap you. Ah, I slap you. All right, go ahead. A couple of things. Maybe uh, your sister wants the vineyard. She can have it. She's got to pay for it. She's not going to be able to do that. Yeah. Now, what about uh, his wife? Does he have? Well, so, does oh, yeah, have I'm just, I'm just, No, no, nothing. Okay. So I don't know where any of that goes. I mean, hopefully they got something in place. One, um, I think you'll be able to move a lot of the uh, livestock and anything like that pretty easy to sure. other farms in the area. Fine with that part. Yeah. The dogs is a different I don't want to do deal. that to dogs. You know, just putting them in shelters and moving them around. That's why I'm saying there's a little bit. So I think, I mean, did, so you haven't talked to him about oh, that. because it reminded me he's going to die. 
So I think I have to tell him, hey, by the way, I think he's doing this because he thinks that's something I want to do. I'm that. fine with that, but I'm just saying, hey, uh, by the by, you may be thinking that <laughs> hey, I'm all interested in this. Wait, he's not going to make it. I got to go. <laughs> I'm I mean, your dad's made those calls. Hey, oh, you can hey, talk to him about that. I'm not worried about that part. He doesn't like talking about his death. He doesn't I care know. about anybody else's death. He doesn't want to talk about that. I just have to get into that space from like, look, uh, I don't want to run a farm. You don't plan on me doing this, do you? There because are people, though, that will buy yeah. everything. Right. Yeah, but and your sister it. could throw the monkey wrench That's in there, the problem, too. That's the problem. i got to deal with screw her. Screw you over. So i got to tell him, I need you to ice my sister out of the will. Without being a jerk like him. Because I don't want to be those people that thinks about what you get when your parents die. I want them to live way, way longer than me. I right. hope my dad goes to 95 and I go to like 70 and then he can make it and we don't ever have to deal with this. But you're right. Then you got to deal with your sister and like the, the – like because what I'm thinking is, is that I want him to have like some foundation set up to where it all goes to like a uh, – He's doing the opposite of what a lot of people do at that age. He's, he's getting, getting bigger. Uh, yeah. He's growing stuff. It's starting some wine thing. What are you doing, old man? It's beautiful, by the way. It's a gorgeous place. Thanks, Ernest Gallo. Yeah, yeah exactly what I told him. I said, <laughs> Ernest and Julio, jackass, what are you doing? <laughs> doesn't seem too hard. He he texts me, goes, I watched a YouTube video, and this vineyard thing doesn't seem, but probably harder than I think. But I watched the video. Making wine seems easy. Oh, for Christ's sake. Well, if Maynard can do it, so can Dan. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's like a he's a tool. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. I don't know how. Do you talk to your dad about? Uh, all right, what are we doing here with the money? No, oh, you can't do it. It's really hard because then you look like one of those guys that's like, I can't wait for you to go, and that's the opposite of how I feel. And well, and then I, you know, stuff mom in the mix too. Just want to make sure my mom, my, my mom, oh, yeah, yeah. is in the mix. And so if my dad eventually goes, yeah, that she's fine and. But oh, do, which they will, but be, do they but, have still have property and stuff like that, like something big no. like that, or they, see, that's a lot they of just have their right. Uh, investments yeah. and so because i hate, off of that i hate when i hear from people go well my parents do i get a ton of money and like, go get a job stand on your own two feet i don't want his money i just don't want to have to part all his stuff out especially if it's mostly alive i'll throw his furniture away i got no problem with that i'm not tied to that but if i go out there and there's a bunch of dogs and he's taking he, he's doing my dream as an old man which is to get a big plot of land and take care of a bunch of dogs yeah, elderly dog. That's his new job. That's his. New That's what I said. Purpose. I told him. I said, "Don't make this thing a job for." Oh, I'm so nervous. I'm going to end up with this thing. He's going to be out there and get kicked in the head by a donkey. And the next thing you know, I got to fly over and find his house. And then I'm I'm the I'm the new I'm the proprietor of some wine vineyard and a bunch of cows. I don't want. He's on pace for a fall. <laughs> I mean, in the next five years, he's going well, to break, break a hip doing yeah, something stupid. <laughs> Stomping grapes. Yeah, the old man's going to stomp grapes. <laughs> you don't start <laughs> stomping wow. grapes in your 70s. What's the matter with him? I got to go out and tell him, you realize I got two uh, like big metal hips now. I can't stomp grapes for a living. Don't make this the future. But you know what I want him to do is cut down all the thing and build a baseball field and go crazy and have to sell the land back to his brother-in-law. Ready, yeah, they will come. There's, there's a, people will come, Dan. They'll come and they'll steal acres. your cows. So he's probably got lot. some hunting ability on oh, that Oh, yeah, he can rent it out and do all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's I mean, nice. that's got to be a big reason why they got it, too. So I don't know what they did. It's nice. And they're, you know, they're healthy. Everything's good. Knock wood. That stays. I want them to outlive me. What if he's me. neighbors with Nugent? <laughs> cool. Maybe Ted will take his stuff. <laughs> that, but when you've got 104 acres, you don't have a neighbor. 
So you can't just go next door and go, hey. your neighbor 104 acres over. Will you take all these dogs if we die? I'm like, I love dogs, but I'm not in a position to run on over to wherever he is. In te- I don't even know where it is. It's somewhere in the middle of Texas. And i got to go over there. And I don't want to live in the middle of nowhere. I would definitely uh, bring up that discussion now. See, because here's the, here's the crux of it. If we're talking about this death thing, essentially what I'm saying is I want the money part. I don't want to have to deal with any of these animals. Right. <laughs> Like, I'll take that off your hands, and I'll get rid of your stuff. That's what we all have to do. It's the circle of life. Don't leave me with a bunch of living things. The last thing you need yeah. is an estate sale. Don't start a goddamn orphanage and then And t- you're like, haggling over yeah. something for I a quarter. Somebody just emailed and said, what do you think Toledo's dad would do? <laughs> <laughs> Toledo would kill for this problem. Your dad is going to leave you a bunch of stuff? Well, the word leave is involved in my case, not like yours. Anyway, so you don't go to your dad because I don't. Wanna, oh, I go to. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, be the guy totally who talks talk about him. his death, but I want to say, hey, there's nothing wrong with talking. He to him knows about it's it coming. Right now. Yeah, and he always says that too. I mean, I have like eight, nine years left. Good ones. Well, you, there you go. So I'm living. He might and I'm not like, know. Do it, but he might want to talk about it. Set it up. Oh, the only thing he ever wants to do is give me like, his guns. It's like I got these safes. I've got. I've got. I don't know another hundreds of fifty-five gallon. Worth of uh, collectible knives that my dad still wants to. <laughs> Your dad's trying to I brought those, 30 back with me last time, and he's like, hey, got the rest of those, you know. All right. And you feel bad saying I don't want your stuff. I do want his stuff. I just don't want to go out there and have to sell a bunch of cows. That sounds hard. I don't even know where to start. I'm not unloading that John Wayne collectible Gerber knife set. <laughs> you put a sign in the front the, yard? It's like a knife for sale? Case. You're a creep. You're the oh, craziest wait. person in the world. That's where the pawn shops go crazy. And then you're just a jerk. Anyway. I mean, good on him. He's living. Talk to him now. Uh, before it's too late. Yeah, handle yeah. it now. Before I've got a, you don't want to fight with your sister at the very end. Got a cows for sale sign. And my sister's there. People get confused. <laughs> Do you know, has he determined anyone to be the executor? No. I don't talk to anybody about that. Probably that wife of his. My brother-in-law is the one on my no, parents right now. Because he's a lawyer. Yeah. I just hope he outlives me. That's the goal. So the new goal is he outlives me. I'm fine. I'm not looking for any of the stuff. And, like, you know, I'm not looking forward to any of that. But I'm certainly not looking forward to becoming a ranch man. (laughs) Got to get a vineyard I got to unload. I could see you Billy Crystal on it out there. (laughs) For like a day or two. (laughs) They're like, I got to get back to where restaurants are. This is where restaurants begin. I need to go to the end result with the plate of what I'm looking at here. I want a plate of that. I don't want to feed it. I want it to feed me. I don't want to feed that. <laughs> cows. What am I going to do with cows? we got to get out there and punch some doggies. That's, all right. I'll take you with me, and then you can have it. <laughs> here, these cows are yours. Thanks. <laughs> then I come back abscess. later that night. <clears throat> what is that, Bray? Your cow problem's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Give me two weeks. I'll have it taken care of. All the cows. Well, you said you didn't want them anymore. Brady brings up a good point, though. Imagine owning that farm and all the, the abscess you could see. Oh, God almighty. Well, I'd fly out for those. Give me an abscess. I'll take a day off. I don't know. Good for him. He's done well in his life. He's he's doing his thing. But, my God. Yeah, usually go the other way yeah. as you're older. Just, you scale things down. Huge. Like, the man's I don't want property crazy. to take care of. I don't. I think as he's gotten as older, his dick has shrunk down to nothing. Everything in his life is massive now. 
That's Texas for you. It, it's Texas. Mm-hmm. He moved to Texas and he became a cowboy. Now he's got all this stuff. Like, aren't you supposed to be in like an 800-square-foot room complaining about the cold? <laughs> You're, he's working, too. He's out there bailing, and I don't know what's gone wrong with him. Jeez, Torp with uh, 104 acres right now. Last call last week with my mom. Your father hasn't been out of the house for three days. <laughs> She'd send him off into the acreage. <laughs> she goes stomp some grapes, old man. Well, okay, well, your parents will probably still be around 20 years from now, and they just don't seem to ever want to go. We'll give them the ranch. Hey, hey, I got a bunch of cows. out there. How you doing there, cows? Uh, anyway, well, thanks for your help. So I should just call Talk to him. Hey, I yeah. don't want you to die and all that, but what's the plan here, man? But you know you're going to, so yeah, everybody's just, Oh, you know what I could do is say, hey, uh, Megan and I are starting a thing about uh, Will and that. What are you going to do with your dogs? Because i got to figure out what i got to do. If, like if we drop dead tomorrow, what would happen to my dogs? How are you handling your thing? How you, you you're going to get them. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah, he probably hasn't even thought about that. Well, if he says that, so. but, you know, there is a, I mean, one of your plans is you wanted to have something similar no. to that, but, so, but not That's a lot, and not yet. <laughs> He's going to get kicked in the head by one of those donkeys. He, he slept with one, not like this sounded terrible, I'm going to start that sentence over. He slept <laughs> outside with one of his donkeys who, uh. Was out in the property. He's got donkeys now. Yeah, and he's out on the laying in the property, and he went out and he tried to get her, and she wouldn't get up. And uh, he's like, the coyotes are going to eat her. So he drove his truck out to her and stayed with her. They gave her a bunch of medicine and stuff to try to help her out. She hurt her. I don't know. She hurt her back, or she was just done. And he slept outside with a donkey. Seventy-five-year-old man sleeping in a donkey. You have to do the same thing in about five years with my dad when he falls in the out there on <laughs> uh-huh. the. And sleep no. next to him out in the prairie. That's, what, that's when I go old school, Brady, and you just <laughs> here's you the just pillow. Just say, hey, uh, is this where I can't move, boy? I'm like, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I'm going to put the old fella down. <laughs> Ten him up. <laughs> Ten him up. We got to put him down. <laughs> what we had to do with the donkey. So to put the old fella down. Uh, anyway, thanks for nothing, dear Brady. My mom is dating a biker dude. My mom. Oh, I forgot to tell you who this is brought to you by. I'm going to do that now. Mo Money Pond. <laughs> Well, Mo Money Pond's perfect. I'm going to need you more than ever for uh, my dilemma. Mo Money Pond brings you the Brady, uh, what would Brady do every Monday? Shorter long-term collateral loans from ten dollars to $100,000. No credit needed. Top dollar paid. Process taking several, several minutes. minutes. MoMoneyPond.com. We want your donkey. Uh, my, my mom is dating a biker, dude. Uh, my mom is going through a weird phase in life. She's 46. She's never been this way. I'm 23, and her and the biker dude, who's 58, are talking about a kid. I need to step in, but this hell's angel, not really, but close, sort of scares me. I don't want to get involved in their lives, but this has to come to an end. How do you get mom to snap out of it? Piranha. Piranha? Sorry to tell you. you You're going to be a brother to something. Yeah. <laughs> You're, and it's going to be kind of retarded because your mom's 46. That baby ain't it coming might out not, normal. Um, <laughs> I mean, things that I do to, uh, she's going to, you know, make her own decisions, obviously. But if you send her stuff on the um, risks of having a kid over the age of 40 or something, you know, that kind of stuff. That's not a bad idea. idea. She'll know that anyway from the No, yeah. But you should tell her. You're going to have a sped baby, and I don't think that's a good idea. By the by, the biker guy seems like a phase. Maybe not locked down with a child quite yet. Who's 58 baby fever biker guy? That just (laughs) doesn't match up. He's not sticking around. I put a baby in you, but he's a he's he's a child of the wind, Brady. I'm he's a loner. Like a, I'm a rebel. That's exactly right. 
I what I want, kid. You had to know that my free spirit when you met me was not going to live here long. <laughs> I just wanted to leave him a legacy and not a forwarding address or anything. That's crazy talk. So, yeah. Let's you make a baby and hide away. Yeah. You're yeah. at a road stop there. Get yourself a pecan log and a, I'll fill your ovaries with love. Can we name him Stucky? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll be my fourth child named Stucky. One, two. <laughs> a lot of times I just like to name them after where they were born. This one here is Dateland. This is Riverside. We got Lovey. It's Las Cruces. He's my favorite. Riverside. Is Gila Bend right here? Gila Bend's a little yeah. slow. Oh. <laughs> it's appropriately named, though, because he looks like an alien. Uh, I would. You wouldn't talk to your mom about that? Sure. Hey, this is a phase. No babies. Why do you want a baby? 46, Mom. You and Softshell can't have kids right now. You're 46 years old. I think I want one. I think that happens to women, too. My mom and dad started talking about that when we were in our late 20s. My mom was probably early 40s, and they were talking about another kid. It was brief, but I think it was that last chance thing. Like, let's do one more. Because I think they were also afraid that once me and uh, the witch First got out of the house. a mess. Oh, yeah. Well, we had the witch, then the good one. <laughs> Let's see if we can get 67%. So the, the witch, then the gay one. Yeah, we, the, the witch, we need Hall of Fame numbers. <laughs> the witch, chemo gay. It's okay. Let's see if we can make a good one. And uh, they started talking. I think it was because they were afraid when we left they wouldn't have anything in common. And they were right. My, my, my mom never wanted to run a cattle ranch and vineyard. Can't say I blame her. I don't either. Uh, Dear Brady, my mind can't help but wander, and I fantasize about leaving my wife and kids. I love them greatly, but the fantasies seem happy, and they're never in them. (laughs) (laughs) Then when I try and include them in a fantasy, it's just so much better when they're not there. What does this say? Like I said, I love them. I just have to wonder if my life would be more fun without them. I know, I'm a jerk. Jeff, spelled G off. Everybody. Talk to a, uh, I mean, maybe maybe check it out with a therapist or yeah. see those thoughts. Sometimes they can put a little clarity on that. I don't know. Everyone will have a. Everybody fantasizes. Yeah. But are you on, are you doing it because you're unhappy and you're escaping your reality or just having your little fantasy? And what about that fantasy could you actually apply to your real life? I mean, other than the fact that he, but the, I guess yeah. his fantasies don't have his any family in it at all yeah what are the fantasies are you a millionaire yeah. and you're of course you're going to think about like everybody does that like I'm a millionaire and have a yacht and all that. of course that's going to seem better that's Blizzarian. why it's called the fantasy yeah. for a reason reality is no fun compared to fantasies but if some of the reason why the fantasies are happening is because you're um all your time is taken mm-hmm. by the wife and children you need some of your own time <laughs> i mean maybe that's one of the things that you could apply i mean Again, defining the fantasies, but there's some things that you could do. It sounds like you need some of your own party time or a vacation. <laughs> you need to get out of this. Yeah. and talk. I think you're right. I think it's just go talk to somebody about why you're so kind of out on the whole family. Because you definitely can get buried uh, when you have kids. Next thing you know, you know, and it's not a bad thing necessarily, but – one of the important things you'll need is time for yourself. Sure. But if your fantasies start to outweigh your reality, you got an unhappy thing going on. And it's not their fault. Something going on with you. 
can't blame them. If you love them and you love being with them, but you can't stop thinking of a better life, that's your. That's up to you. That's on you. Yeah. Yep. Alex says, I can see you living off the land, Farmer John. <laughs> standing out there, chewing tobacco in your mouth, standing next to your tractor. Cue the music. Show me your beer, Make a brand look like a large man. Show me your <laughs> Nope, I'm not mentally challenged. I'll never listen to it. Man. Finally, dear Brady, if your daughter said she was going to her prom dance with her friend from the last seven years, who is also a girl, but wait, there's more. Uh, she wants to be her friend's first kiss because her friend has gone all the way through high school as a weird, giant, lesbian, uh, strange chick who boys shun. My daughter is the only one who befriends her. Do I celebrate how sweet my daughter is to try to make her first kiss something memorable or happen during high school, or do I tell her hell no? She says she's not a lesbian. She just wants to do this. By the way, the prom's costing me a few hundo. So do I pay so my little girl can tongue dart a lezzy, Richard? <laughs> not me. <laughs> I was going to say Jay Mansfield's going not to me. the... <laughs> Richard, from the tone of the letter, you shut that down. <laughs> what a sweet little girl. She's probably a princess, and she hangs around this you know, sewer creature. That nobody wants. Being and she's groomed. Like, I'm going to give you your first kiss because we've been best friends and it's not going to. She's just basically saying it's not going to happen for you. Nobody's asking you to prom giant. Okay. It's mm. interesting that he knows that all that information too. That she's. She told him. Yeah. Flat out said it. I want, I want hey, to be her first that's, kiss. That's something to be said for their relationship. Yeah, if she's able they to communicate. Open. But dad was like, oh, right. that's wonderful. I've raised a wonderful girl. I'm then, not sure how I feel about <laughs> and then this. And days later, he's like, I got to stop this. There's a point of being a nice person or being yeah. a, a friend. Mm-hmm. But I can understand how he's in a tough situation there. I don't know if that's. Well, like we can lean on what Larry McFeely would say. You never make out with a fat chick. <laughs> well, because. By the way, it's 935. Larry still hates fat chicks. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. Like, what would you do? <laughs> Kirby comes to you and says, this girl's never going to get smooched. I'm going to give her a big tongue bath for prom. I want you to pay for that. And uh, and I think it's a nice gesture. Cause, and wait a minute. Why doesn't your daughter have a date to prom? Maybe she's not so great either. Exactly. I mean, I would uh... – I would check with some neighbors if their son doesn't have a date or anything. You try to set her up with yeah, anything. Yeah, try to set her up. Pay that kid. Yeah. <laughs> then, or I try to set up her friend with another. Would you go next door and offer money to a boy in the area? Yeah. Would you? <laughs> yeah. I think I might too. I might. <laughs> See, look, I'll give you a. Remember, uh, I got the perfect thing too. I got this ranch. You can have it. <laughs> Not yet, but it'll be yours. All you got to do. Is uh, C block my daughter from making out with that mountain? She's just going to hire a gigolo to go over there <laughs> yeah, and take yeah, care yeah. of things or what? Prostitution. That's exactly it. Brady <laughs> said, rely on teen prostitution. <laughs> Remember, you don't know where you got this money. A boy teen gigolo from another county. <laughs> then drag him on over. And, uh, oh, I can't take uh, you to the prom. I got spit on and Cheetos in my face. Because I have a date. I have to take him. My dad gave him $500 so I don't kiss you. But you don't have to have a prom if you just want to kiss me now. Is that cud? I think that's cud. <laughs> I don't want to kiss you. Your mouth's full of cud. You said cud, right? <laughs> cud. 
How about that? The date and the kiss, and then the big one's like, that's not where this ends. <laughs> right, you're not getting away that easy. Handles her. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> that is a problem. <laughs> so you have no answer really other than wild discomfort or hire a teen boy. Hire a teen boy. Have a Toledo's kid will do it. John, there's a uh, girl, tall girl, yeah. at my door right now offering me 200 gallons of sauce <laughs> if I go kiss her friend. <laughs> <laughs> the tall girl and her short dad are offering my family hundreds of bottles of sauce if we can kiss this mountain down the road. Hi, I understand you have a kid here named Cody. Yeah? Well, who's asking? My daughter and I would like to give you all this sauce. Lifetime supply. Why is it so warm? None of your business been in a facility anyway all we're asking is that cody goes down the road makes out with the mountain she's she needs a good smoocheroo daddy won't let me do it how about this sauce he says it's bull dicky no that's not what i said anyway will your boy will your boy kiss that mountain down the road for lifetime supply of old sauce cody i'm not kissing her Get a mouthful of cud. Put some sauce on it, Cody. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I bet you that cud tastes pretty good with some of this pineapple habanero. <laughs> Pour that in the pig's mouth and give it a smooch. Nom, it, nom, nom, it's nom, like nom, nom, licking delicious. a Hawaiian barbecue on a spit. Close your eyes and act like you're you're licking a pig on a spit. You got an imagination, don't you? Come on, Cody. I know you're stronger than this. <laughs> Just let your daughter kiss her, old man. No. It's bull dikey. Dicky, daddy. Whatever. <laughs> There's no dicks involved. That's the problem. It's a $50 gift certificate to uh, Denny's. Let's make it single. Go away. <laughs> That's a terrible dilemma that man's in. Again, Brett, high, high five. five. <laughs> we'll never deal with it. Good luck. Well, my daughter to go kiss a mountain and I got to figure out how to pay for that? No. Plus, then forever you got to explain why your daughter's prom pictures are with some Giant chicken and And here's her first kiss. That's her first. I don't think it's his daughter's first kiss. It's I know. the mountains. First right. Kiss. Yeah, the, and the mountains first kiss. She's yeah. fine with that. It's going to be her only kiss for ages until she becomes that lady at the bar at 2 a.m. willing to do anything for a couple of drinks. <laughs> Head up to Flagstaff. Northern Arizona's loaded with them. Yeah, take her to Flagstaff. She should be in high school in Flagstaff. Toledo's right. That's where that kind of stuff happens. Oh, here she comes. Make it burn. Hey, I just met a guy named Dave. Tried to kiss me for some sauce. Don't you hate Dave? Anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, someone says, for the mom who wants another kid... I do look forward with Mother's Day coming up for Brady to be shilling away for the ovaries filled with love bouquet. <laughs> oh, that one. It's a good phrase. I, I created that today. Uh, there you go. That is what Brady did. Brought to you by Mo Money Pawn, and it was disturbing. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.